Um, welcome to the garden, niggas. It's Huey. And it's Jay. <laughs> and this is the Grow Bro Podcast, where we talk about shit. What's going on with you, bro? I'm chilling, man. How are you? I am pretty good. That's what's up. The the pre-shadow phase of retrograde had me fucked up. Oh, wow. Um, But I've been pretty good. Um, I've been great, actually, especially since the last time we recorded. Um, I gave up on dating the last episode and then jumped back in a few days. No, the next day after we yeah. recorded. Okay. I think, yeah, I That's jumped good. back in and, you know, things have been going great. I had a date on Friday. Oh, shit. Um, dates. Let's go. It was a wonderful experience. Um, and he actually likes me enough to uh, keep talking to me. So that's kind of awesome. Shade. <laughs> but all right. That's, you know, how is that shade? Because, uh, you know, here's the thing. People really like you. Um, so the idea that people would give up on you seems really. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It seems not ideal, different. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem tangible, like I can't grasp that. But I mean, yeah. niggas have let me go. And you know, I've let people go as well. Um, you know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Not everybody wants to keep me. You know, some people just want to have and then let go. Mm. Um some people, people say think they want to keep, but then That's true. But when people say somebody's not like they say I'm not everybody's cup of tea, they're normally an asshole. <laughs> like that's real. I can like, oh, be. Oh no, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. But I I had to acknowledge that I'm not for everybody. I think that was one big thing when it comes to to navigating therapy. I mean, navigating dating and mm-hmm. from what I've gotten from therapy. I'm not going to be for everybody, mm-hmm. um, and that's okay. So some people are going to let me go. Sometimes it's going to be in a way that I like. And sometimes it's going to be in a way that I don't like. But at the end of the day, being let go of or letting go of somebody in the terms of my therapist is indeed successful dating because you don't want to start building with somebody that you're not compatible with just for it to crumble further down the line after you've invested time and all that shit. So it's better to get it crumbled and done as quickly as possible so that you can find somebody else that you can uh, effectively and efficiently build with. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm still not understanding why people are not just building up rosters and changing players in and out, but shout out to y'all. <laughs> I don't take like it. rosters. I can't do yeah. rosters. I told you I court. I don't date. I court. Okay. Well, shout out to y'all spending money. <laughs> rosters are inexpensive. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I'm broke. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, you are everything going to be inexpensive for me. Yeah. You don't have I can't to be, afford nothing. That's right. You are in the roster tax bracket. <laughs> you should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, on a dating mad. budget. Exactly. I don't be mad at these chicks being like, I use men for food. I'm like, oh, that's fine. You know, that's. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't blame them either. Um, yeah. But no, outside of my semi-melodramatic love life thing. Um, I started recording or filming this um, this silent short, um, and that's been pretty fun. I think we have one more day of filming left. 
So I'm excited about that. Met some really great people. That's good. And I think, well, I know, well, in my opinion, we did a really great job on that first day of shooting. So I'm looking forward to filming the rest of it. Um, I have filming on Sunday, start school next month. I'm in a really good headspace. The Wilbutrin is doing me wonderfully. Um, the only thing that's negative is I've been eating unhealthily. Um, mm. so I got to reel that back. Uh, I slowed up on the cardio and beefed up on the carbs and, and calories. So I got to reverse that. But other than that, I've been great. How about you though? I've been rambling. Um, I've been kind of doing, I don't know. I guess I've been eating unhealthy. I've been kind of consuming more beer than normal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally drink beer. So I've been drinking a lot of beer lately. Um, still out here. Um, looking for something new. Like I've been super excited about like a lot of the stuff I've been building and a lot of the things that we've been creating, um, doing more work in the community. So that's fun. But I'm also trying to get more, um, a job that more aligns with, um, my skill set. Uh, I think I'm about to outgrow where I currently am. So, uh, I need to, I need to kind of do something, uh, soon. I'm getting that, like, I'm ready to go bug. Um, and outside of that, for everything, I've just been like networking with more people, um, you know, promoing more, like promoing more things. Um, so you hear my voice in different places now. Um, I'm also trying to do that thing where we, as a podcast and, and as individuals, um, get invited to different podcasts for various reasons. So if you hear this and you are interested in working with us, please reach out because we would love to work with you as well. Um, we love collaborations. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's really it. Like the biggest thing for me is just more like, um, content creation and like building, the building on the things that we've already started. So yeah, that's, that's really what's been happening with me. Dope. Nigga, we made it. <laughs> we I, did. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, I don't have a level to leave it alone. I don't either. Uh, I didn't think of anything. Well, well I didn't think th- of anything. I'm going to, I'm going to keep the same energy for all the things I've been saying. Uh, stop going around for the people that are, that are com- complaining about people going to jail for licking ice cream. Uh, let them go to jail. Uh, I understand that y'all are trying to do this thing where you're like black people, no more black people don't need to be in jail. It's not necessarily that they're black. It's just, you're stupid and stupid has no color. And so, uh, stupid people have to go to jail for doing stupid things. Um, and if you are, and if you are compromising other people's immune system because you think it is funny for the internet, then then I don't really know what a like slap on the wrist looks like. Um, I to, so yeah. personally, because I'm evil, I feel like there are much better ways to punish this crime. Um, okay. you I'm know, the, I give me something like you. You have to volunteer. At a hospital, right? Mm-hmm. You got to work for free. Okay. And then every time somebody repeats your stupidity because you set off the chain reaction, every time somebody else repeats it, your time starts over. Mm. So say you got six months 
and you you got your you got five months out the way, and then somebody else start licking ice cream because you did it. Your six months start all over again. See, you know what? I would I would get behind that, right? But the lawyer in me wonders: is that cruel and unusual punishment? Right. I mean, I what if we let other people who worked at Bluebell come and lick lick you? What would that be like? Would that be weird? That'd be weird, right? Yes, that would be very weird. Um, right. I would not want to put my tongue on somebody that I am not in a committed partnership with. No, I would be uh, like, yeah, people from Bluebell, go lick that lady. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> put it on the internet. We want to see it. You got to lick all they food before they eat it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Smack the food out of their hand. Uh, drop out of the ceiling. Uh, Do my uh, germs. Yeah, exactly. Do a bunch <laughs> of like run it, run in her room when she sleep. And just start screaming. Don't don't attack her or nothing. Just get in there and make noise. Make, break your sleep cycle. Because um, that shit is frustrating. <laughs> That'll drive yeah. me insane. Like, uh, irritate them. Like, okay. prison, jail, uh, irritate them for a long period of time. Okay. Frustration. And free labor. Mm. Make them, them clean up the sides of the highways. And, and, and like I said, volunteer in the hospitals and I wouldn't put them around children just because no, but there are places that need labor mm-hmm. and don't, cannot pay people, you know, put yeah. these motherfuckers to work. That's true. Make them work at Bluebell for free. Ooh. Okay. There we go. Okay. There we go. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Come you want to lick gonna... ice cream? Do you go milk yeah. them cows, bitch? Yeah. Clean out these machines so we don't get listeria anymore. There, we go. <laughs> yeah. there you go. Um, yeah. See, there you go. That's what I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah, let's have conversation, not just everybody just picking a side and being like, "No, prisons are bad." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, have you ever had the flu for a really long time? Like, that doesn't feel, <laughs> feel good either." Like, so. oh man, but um, no, those people should really get. But the girl was a minor, right? Oh, I don't know. And uh, the piece of me uh, does not care. I don't, jail, stuffing him up, charge him as a criminal, uh, charge him as an adult. <laughs> we'll be okay. Shit, that that's okay. Yeah. Um, that's out there. Yeah, that's really out like there. that. Uh, you know, the prisons are already overcrowded. I, I'm not even going to go into that because I haven't done my personal research and learning on on you know the prison system and all that stuff so i'm not qualified to comment on the conditions of the prison industrial complex mm-hmm. and all that stuff and and i don't have the license okay <laughs> so i'm i'm going to keep my mouth shut on that i'm sure there's room however for one more i person. do feel like there's Better ways to cruelly punish these people. Okay. Outside of locking them away. It be like that sometimes. But there we are. So those are things that I I want y'all to leave alone. I want y'all to stop licking ice cream, please. Uh, Some of these are jokes. I appreciate that too. Just leave Uh, the things alone. Stop spitting in iced teas and all that. And stop faking this shit. That's what's pissing me off as well. Excuse me, because mm-hmm. I saw somebody go in in the store and gargle with the Listerine and spit it back in a bottle. However, that Listerine bottle may have no protective plastic on that cap. Yeah, you know, it's certain things. It's like 
these things come with some type of yeah safety mechanism. But in your video, like it's not there. Like you go pick it up off the shelf, and it's not there. Mm-hmm. So like you staged it. Did you buy it and put it there? I know one man bought the ice cream and did like. For what? Why are you doing this? Yeah, that, that's my thing. Like that. Go that read is a the book. Thing. Like that's the overall overall arching thing that I'm saying. Like go listen to a podcast. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it on camera. I get that some things are funny, right? Like the bottle cap challenge is kind of funny. Like people doing stuff and being creative in that way. But like when you are openly attacking stuff or doing it for a certain way, like that is dangerous, and that is the point. To be like, okay, let me. So, like, if we're playing the dangerous game, let us show you how real this can get. That is the point that I was making. <laughs> so, like, okay, cool. You you thought that was funny, bet. Like, now let's show you how, what really can happen. And we talked about this before, but stop fucking with strangers in public. Oh yeah, definitely. Do not be doing that. Just keep your phones in your fucking pockets, like you in the sex store. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about this week? Uh, uh, so we had a conversation prior to us recording last episode, uh, about relationships and, uh, I guess our individual feelings about them and things that we see in, uh, from a day-to-day aspect about, um, even friendships too, like friendships and romantic relationships, um, and how we feel about them. So, um, I think I'll let you go first because I think you do have a fair amount of like more points or at least you have some questions about how I particularly feel. So I think we'll do a good back and forth with that. You want to start with that? Well, when we was uh, speaking, you brought up how people um, are in love with the idea of relationships and not actually being in them. Yeah. 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 Because Well, so, all right. So I think what I said was like, people love the idea of relationships and they do. Um, the idea of a relationship, however relationships look to you, are always good, right? It's always it's the Mike Tyson thing, right? Like everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face, um, <laughs> and that's that's essentially what it is with like relationships. Like you go into it one way, maybe you go in. Um, I always like to use the analogy of like playing poker, right? Like you're essentially sitting at the table with somebody else, and y'all are both holding your cards very close, and you know what you have in your hand, you know what you can do with the cards you are dealt. Right. Right. But one of y'all either decides to lay down one card at a time or somebody comes to the table, which is more cases than not. They come down and they lay all their cards down. They're all in from jump. Um, and that tends to be a problem because the other person doesn't do that. Uh, regardless of how much, like regardless of how much communication happens um i think it takes longer for people to open up to each other i think it takes um Work. the idea like i said like the idea of a relationship in their head it when it doesn't pan out people walk away from each other and i think the other thing is too is like we have been raised around parents um or, or siblings guardians or whoever who have endured mental physical and verbal abuse so the moment we hit a, like a snag of some sort, you're ready to walk away. So it's a mixture of, it's a mixture of not wanting to deal with people because you have this built up idea of a relationship in your head 
and all you're really looking for is another piece. You're never really giving the other person the chance. Um, you're essentially like, it doesn't fit my narrative or it doesn't fit what my idea of a relationship is. And so we're, even though you are claim you're giving this person your all, that's technically not what you're doing. You want them to act the way you want them to act so that you can continue on with your fantasy of a relationship. And the reason that statement was triggering was because at one point that was factual for me. Um, I know when my ex and I broke up in 2014, I was like, oh yeah, I want to date. I want to be in another relationship, but that was a lot of work. And I did have this, idea of what I wanted and how I wanted things to go but I wasn't really ready to put that work in nor was I able to for real because like I've said previously I jumped right into a relationship and coming out at the same time so I didn't really get to know myself mm-hmm. so not knowing myself kind of decrease the amount of work I could do for a relationship. I feel like you have to go into a relationship with a a more a higher sense of self-awareness and self-consciousness that's, that I didn't have. Um but the idea of a relationship was so great and so beautiful. It was like, okay, I'm going to do it anyway. Um and nothing would work. No, I would talk to people, I would get really excited. I fall really hard and quickly like a ton of fucking bricks. Um, so I would be easily hurt or upset by small things. Um, I would think that the situation was much more than it was all of that. But I also wasn't in a good place within myself. That was before I started, um, really unpacking my mental health things and all that shit. So I was really in love with the idea of a, of a relationship. And then once I started unpacking things and going to therapy and having my, my breakdowns and all that stuff, I was no longer in love with the idea of a relationship because I knew that I couldn't handle one. And that's kind of when I started realizing, okay, relationships are actually going to take work on my part. They're going to take a certain a certain sense of self-awareness and self-accountability that I had to build up but first I had to really unpack all of my issues and already get to the foundation of certain things um and then I wouldn't I won't say that I really got to the point where I was in love with the idea of a relationship with the ability and willingness to do the work until this year Okay. Um. Yeah. Like now, I I want to do that work, and I want to. I legitimately want to share myself with somebody. Before I didn't love myself enough to want to share myself with me. Like I didn't want to do it my own damn self. Mm-hmm. But now it's like I've built up this this confidence. And and sense of love for myself that's like I'm fucking amazing. Not to say it in like a a, a cocky way, but I think I'm dope, mm-hmm. and I want to share this dopeness with somebody. You know what I mean? 
And I yeah. want somebody to share that openness with me, but I understand that that's going to take work. It's going to take time and getting to know each other and all of each other's bullshits and great things. And I don't know. I'm excited about the process. I just don't want to keep getting hurt. Right. So I think that's the thing. I think that's what's different for me in like friendships and real relationships. Right. So I think I've been in a space where um, we're supposed to be open and vulnerable with like these people that are brand new in our lives. And Mm -hmm. then it's been for whatever reason, like thrown back in my face or um, I don't want to say used against me because it's not really anything that's hurt me, but it's, it's annoying, right? It's annoying to be like, damn, I shared something with you. Um, that like it was, it took me a minute to get to this place to share that with you. That means like right. I trust you enough to tell you this thing. And then it has happened enough for me to be like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And that's just kind of what it is. But I also have done enough work therapy and all this other stuff to understand, Hey, I'm not going to be open with you right away. Um, and it's not a you problem, right? That's not, so don't take it personally. It's just, I, it's going to take me a little bit longer to get there because there are things that are going to have to happen to prove to me that like I can, like I could chill, I could chill with you. Like I could right. be comfortable with you. Um, and, okay. and that is a thing where if you tell somebody that they kind of like, well, that's fucked up. I showed you everything from jump. And I'm like, well, I didn't ask you to do that. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so, so um, no, but no, I mean, but that's that was real me thing. though. Like that, yeah. that literally was me. My therapist literally told me, stop expecting people to trust you so quickly. <laughs> like I was like, yeah. but I'm going into it. Like, here's me. Here I am. Show For me sure. you. And he's like, you have to give them time to, to, to build up that trust. I'm like, but why? <laughs> like, yeah. So that's something that I, I, like I said, this year, I, I really have to come to grips with that, but I definitely understand what you're saying. Cause that's definitely me. I'm like, I, for me, it's like, I've been through, I've put myself through enough in certain senses to the point where it's like, although I'll be hurt by other people's bullshit, it'll never be worse than me at my lowest. So yeah. it's a certain, it's not a, I, I don't want to say it's a fear of being hurt, but it's like a a a slight aversion to it. It's like I don't want mm-hmm. to deal with the shit if I don't have to, but I'm not necessarily afraid because I've been to some very dark ass places by myself, and I don't think any person can put me in a place worse than that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I th- I think like yeah we're we're we are our own worst critic, right? And we're nobody's harder on us than ourselves. Um, but I also think I also think there's a fair amount of like vulnerability and space that like when somebody new comes into your life, that maybe that conversation needs to happen or maybe it's assumed, um. And that's really what I think um, is for the rise in ghosting. I don't mm. think people are having that conversation. I think people are just being like, I like you and I want to be around you all the time. 
And either somebody isn't open enough or vulnerable enough. They haven't got to that space to tell you like, yo, sometimes I have like bad mental days or my mental health from is a day to day thing. So um, that could happen or it could just be like, yo, and I think we just use busy um, doing air quotes, busy as a umbrella term now. Oh, not really. Like we're not, <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not using it to be like, I'm actually busy. Like, because I, I have been not doing shit, watching TV and being like, I'm busy. <laughs> so, uh, it's me time. Damn it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, or there've been times that I've actually been busy. Um, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, you know, I was busy. I was doing something, but then you'll normally see the fruits of that labor, right? Like you will see, uh, you know, something being made or some videos or something. I think that's the, the second part of like, you know, how you have to prove everything to social media, right? Like you have to do a whole bunch of showing of being like, no, I was actually doing a thing. But um, when it comes to like relationships, it is really tough. And I think I have had to learn the importance of communicating effectively. Um, and that had never been um, a talking point ever in my life. So that is a thing um, that I've learned recently, maybe in the last, uh, I'd probably say in the last like eight months, probably. Um, well, it's probably longer than that. So I'd probably say like a year and a half. But I think the, like, everybody's talking, but like, are you like active listening and communicating right. effectively have probably been the biggest things that have given me more um, insight on how I, uh, impact people right and like i'm the kind of person that especially now i love talking uh, clearly i love talking about the heavy shit i don't mind those conversations early because that's important stuff i don't mind talking about my depression and all that stuff off back because i'm gonna i'm gonna let you know what you're about to get up front i'm not about mm -hmm. to sugarcoat shit I be having my bad days. I be having my good days. And I don't mind talking about them because that's my reality. For sure. So if the conversation lends itself to that, I'm going to be upfront and honest about it. But what I've realized is that I've tried to attempt to have these conversations with people who weren't in the same space as I was. So, while I'm sitting here giving a dissertation on my mental health and my ebbs and flows and how I deal with my sadness and anger and all this other stuff, they're not in that space. And I have to learn how to, uh, how to respect that and appreciate them for, for that because at one point I was in that same space as well. But do you think that comes from a space of like as dudes, regardless of where they are on the spectrum, not being able to communicate their feelings, right? Regardless of, you know, who you like or who you love. Like I said, I, I had a really hard time explaining, you know, um, how I feel. Like if I, like I, like we had talked about this on previous podcasts, but like I've said like, yo, that the thing you said sucked and it hurt my feelings. And the woman's response was, are you still on that shit? Or like, get off of that. Or like, damn, you soft, like that kind of shit. So mm -hmm. then Obviously, if I care about you or we're in some type of relationship um, to some way, then I'm being like, well, damn. So I guess it's better for me to never speak about it. And it's happened to me on multiple in multiple relationships. 
Mm-hmm. So like um, to find somebody in the beginning, they always say the same shit in the beginning. Like, oh, what a man who's in touch with his feelings. And I tell you like, oh, my feelings are hurt. And you're like, shut up, nigga. Like, <laughs> so now I'm like, well, wait. I thought that's what we agreed upon months ago or years ago or whatever. Like, right now I'm doing the thing that you asked of me. And now you out here, like now I'm out here with my wounds exposed and you just threw salt in them just to be like, all right, now I really didn't mean that. And that's the (laughs) reason why I always say like, people love the idea. Like people love the idea of that. Like you say shit that you think is dope. Like I really want somebody who's in touch with their feelings. All right, cool. What happens when your nigga, regardless of how big he is, uh, starts crying. I know what it's like to cry in front of people, and then then they looking at you like you fucking broke. Right. <laughs> like, oh, oh shit. Uh, damn. I don't know what to do because I've never seen this nigga cry before, or I've never seen a grown man cry for this. So now I'm now I feel extra stupid because I'm crying in front of y'all, and I'm like, all right, well, I guess we won't ever do this again. Because uh, right. that's that's what me. It only needs to happen once. It only needs to happen once, and we're not doing that again. So understandable. But um. Okay, you said a few things. Um, first thing, as men, I do feel, I mean, I do feel like we're kind of socially groomed to to not express feelings and emotions like that. Um, you know, we're, we're groomed to be a man and, and be strong and all that shit. Um, so it does take a lot of digging kind of. And for some people, it's easier. For some people, it's more difficult. But it takes a lot of digging and unpacking to get to the point where you're aware of yourself enough to be able to talk about those things and and communicate them effectively. Um, for me, it's it it comes into a situation where it's like, okay, I've done this work. Um, granted, I'm still working, but I've done enough work to be able to present myself in totality and, and communicate who I am and what I feel effectively. And because of that, for a while, I expected other men to be able to do the same. Um, so when I'm talking to guys and we're talking about self-awareness and, you know, they're saying, Oh yeah, you know, I'm here, I'm here. And I'm like, okay, cool. We're on the same level because we're using the same, words to describe where we're at however my definition of self-awareness and theirs were different so when we're communicating i'm expecting my interpretation of self-awareness but they're giving me theirs and one thing that i've done is project my self-awareness onto other guys because again Mm -hmm. if i did the work then they could too Right, that's fair, right? And that's led to disappointment because I I put them in a higher, no, I don't want to say higher, I put them in a, a space where they weren't and that wasn't fair to them. Mm. And then putting them in that space, I placed an expectation on them that again was not fair. And because I placed that expectation and it wasn't met, I ended up disappointed. And, and hurt. And the sad thing about that is the only person I could blame is myself. Excuse me. I couldn't blame them. I had to be mad at myself. So that was one thing. Um, and then you were talking about something else after that. 
I think in in the way of like being vulnerable or um, in a space of like doing what is asked of you, like what you do in the beginning of the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So like like you said, when you're having that conversation, I like I want somebody to be open with us, and then you actually do you follow through on those actions. Um, and then the person isn't reciprocating the thing that they said they wanted. So that yes. is the part that, that doesn't always, <laughs> that never, it always ceases to amaze me. And, uh, oh, yes. Cause oh, people okay. want, they're in love with the idea of somebody being open and honest with them, but they're yeah, not sure. able to handle it. Yeah, for sure. That's what I was on such on. Um, because, Again, my therapist had to tell me to stop expecting people to just trust me and be so open with me up front because I I do get that a lot of people will say, yo, you know, I want you to be honest and all this stuff. And then when you are. It backfires. Um, Because I'm the kind of person that's like, yo, be honest with me, be transparent, like keep it a buck with me because I'm I'm a grown ass man. The the truth and reality, that's not going to hurt me. That's not going to bother me. I like to live in as much of reality as possible. Don't have me up here in a fairy tale land. But in hindsight, it's like when I say that, is it bringing up the memories or or whatever of other guys telling them that? And then when they are honest, it backfires. Like I had to sit there and unpack that. Um. Because I, I do get that. I do understand that. And a lot of people will say, be honest, and they're not ready to handle the truth or they're not mm-hmm. ready to um, comfort. They're not ready to be present. They're not ready to work through that. And that's another reason. That's one of the reasons why I ask people, you know, when you're sad or when you're in this space, how do you like to be comforted? You know, mm-hmm. what comforts you? Because that's going to let me know up, up front if we're compatible or not, because if there are certain things that you require that's not in my repertoire of comforting to do, I'm not going to be that nigga for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I also think it's a fair amount of like how much it's not how much or how you would like to be comforted. It's, it is really how much can you tolerate? How much of my ugly can you love me through? Right. Right. Like I think, if when we say things like, um, you know, be honest and be open and tell me how you feel or tell me something that's happened to you before. If I tell you. Hey, I really care about you and I think you're dope. But I would be what you describe as a serial cheater because my sex drive is high. Is that something that you can withstand, right? Because then ideally you're whatever you've been taught about, you know, sex, whatever you've been taught about people stepping out, um, even if you're not open to open relationships or non-monogamy in a way, right? Like you have to do like that's a whole bunch of stuff that this person has now kind of put on you, right? Like you have to do additional work on top of the work you've already done. Um and so to say something like that or to, to whatever, like ideally when people say like, oh, I have flaws, right? It's stupid, cute shit that we like. Like, oh, I bite my nails. I snore a little bit. Uh, I fart and don't say nothing. Like, you know, it's stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, it's like, it's that kind of shit where you're like, oh, that's crazy that that happened, right? It's not like, um, 
I want you to know that I really care about you and I think you're dope, but you'll never be first. And so um, why I love going on dates, you'll never be my top priority because I care more about me and everything else I got going on prior to your needs, right? So, but I want to keep you around and that's to you is going to sound like that you're, I'm wasting your time, right? You're wasting my time. You, I'm not going to be first. I'm not your main priority. You don't seem as happy, but that's not true. I'm super excited to be on this date with you, to Netflix and chill with you. I'm doing that. But if this phone rings and it's money or this phone rings and it's something else that I really want to do, then that thing come first. And nobody, we live in America. Nobody, uh, uh, nobody wants to be second. <laughs> and so that's the thing. Uh, and so those are the things that like hit people in places that prove to you they love the idea, not the reality. Well, I don't think that's true. I feel like that's a matter of dating and talking to people that you're not compatible with. And then because you're not compatible with it or you can't find somebody that's compatible with it, it becomes an issue. But those are logical and reasonable things. Like if somebody really wants to settle down and build a family and you know that you was telling them, oh, you're never going to be first. It's okay that that's going to be the thing, but why you shouldn't expect somebody who wants something different to want to stay. No, I agree. I absolutely agree. So that, that to me, that's a matter of finding your match, finding somebody that's compatible with you. If you know you have a high sex drive and you're going to fuck around, don't pursue somebody that wants a monogamous relationship. I don't think, but I don't know if that's always present. Up front, right? Like, so, like, with you, right? Like you said, like, you put your cards out on the table in in the first couple of meetings, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that whole, like, dating for a purpose and dating for a reason and all that other stuff. Do um, nothing without intention. See, yeah, but I don't think that's true. Like, I think that's not, I think there are people who still just kind of want to dick around. Maybe, maybe oh, I guess are. men, men, yeah, I'm about to say, like, men catch a bad rap. With that, but I know women who are just like I'm. The, I don't want to settle down. I don't want to be married at all. I just yeah, think there are. they get caught up in the pool, and it's because what we're told from a societal standpoint that all women want to be married and they want to have the all that other like flowery shit too. That like when you probably run across somebody who does that, uh, who or like you said, who aligns with what it is that you're looking for, it's kind of unbelievable. And plus, to be honest. When you are doing that, if you're doing the no strings attached kind of like relationship in that way, um, that never really lasts long either. And I think this is it's funny because you and I used to be on opposite sides of this all the time. Uh, and so now I'm come more coming to your side of like what happens is somebody ends up moving and then the, the goal and the target is completely different. And then feelings get involved and jealousy and this, that and the third. So I absolutely have seen that happen and being like oh damn that's <laughs> that's not gonna be fun later um uh, so <laughs> so um yeah that is a and that's a thing and i like you said don't do anything without intention but i think there are a fair amount of people who kind of are just like i want to see where this goes um and it's better it's one of those things like I'd rather have what, what is it? The bird in the hand is worth more than two in the bush type shit. Like that's the way we kind of deal with people. Like I, I got somebody mm-hmm. right now. I think I can, I'd rather, I'd rather have somebody than not have somebody. And that's a whole completely different conversation, but that is, that is, is kind of in, in line with what I'm saying. Excuse me. It is. I, and I feel you, but 
like one of the reasons I am so upfront and honest about who I am and what I want is because I know what my intentions are and I'm letting you know what my intentions are upfront. So if you choose to come along, my automatic belief is our intentions are the same because why would you ride along with somebody who wants something different than you? You know what I mean? Um, okay. And if your intentions are different, that's perfectly fine. Like for me. And I get that with other people, it becomes this whole, this, this a whole tirade when it's like you, talk to somebody you aren't compatible they want something different from you then you you take to twitter and you rant about how niggas ain't shit and love and romance are dead and 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 all this other stuff like part of the reason i never granted i've I've had my niggas ain't shit moments um but part of the reason why i've never just been on this whole but that's that's a lie that's a lie Cause I, okay. I have had my love is stupid, love ain't real moments. Yeah, love is stupid, and love it it is real, <laughs> it is tangible. But love is stupid. Love makes people stupid, and that's the thing that's funny. And my thing is, I'm learning how to navigate it smartly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But I just feel like there's the it all boils down to communication, and it all boils down to being honest and and being able to receive what somebody is saying. Like I said, if you know that you're going to be fucking around with everybody, you shouldn't pursue somebody who wants a monogamous relationship and they shouldn't pursue you either. I think you know that's what I mean? Easier, I think that's an easier said than done thing, but I think it, um, oh, it I definitely mean, is. I mean, yeah, it uh, yeah, definitely you're not wrong. is. Yeah. But my thing is and what I've learned is if you want a specific dynamic, you have to be able to look past just a person and look and see if you can actually build that dynamic with them. You can't change somebody or expect them to change or expect them to want what you want when you want it. So you have, and it sucks because you have to let go of somebody that you may have connected with. The energy may be right. The vibe may be right. But if they're not in the position or the mindset to build what you want to build, you got to let that go and find somebody who 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 is in that same space as you or yeah, but I, change but I what you want. And changing what you want is going to be hard because you think you change what you want. But then 10 years down the line, it's like I fucked up because I still want what I wanted before. All right, yeah, I think that's different. I think that's more or less like a conversation I was having with somebody else. And I was like, I think the thing that you want is forever. And you don't care who it's with. You just, you're looking for your puzzle piece. Uh, so the goal is I want forever. Or I want the, I want the, you know, statistical things I'm supposed to have, right? Big house, white big fence, two and a half kids, dog, Right. The two and a half kids always cracks me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love I love saying that because I'm just like, just say three fucking kids and stop being two and impossible. <laughs> yeah, like, um, so yeah, and and I'm like, yeah, the thing is, you just want that thing. You don't. It's it's essentially like, hey, 
I have a destination. I don't give a shit what kind of car gets me there. I just need to get to that destination. And that's the back to the point where I'm like, yeah, it doesn't really fucking matter. Like, you already decided what you wanted. The person could be whatever, right? They have to meet some type of pre-made stereotypical shit in your head that you've made up, right? Like, they need to make this much. They need to have this. They need to have these talking points. And it's this, right? Mm. And that equals forever. And you're like, damn, that sucks because... Now you on these apps just looking for forever. You just looking for whoever, you know, runs through the algorithm and and, and that's <laughs> going and that's who's gonna be yo forever. And I'm like, I think the people that I've seen last forever are the people who did things with no intentions for real. They were just kinda like, Oh, we were just fucking around and I fell in love with my best friend. Like we chilled a bunch or um You know, I didn't, whatever. And that's the other thing. I think the joke that I saw in, like, somebody's tweet was, like, uh, you ask men who have been married for a long time, like, oh, I knew from jump that was going to be my wife. And then you ask the woman, and he's like, yeah, I didn't like that nigga at first. And it's, (laughs) like, that shit (laughs) is great. Like, because those motherfuckers have been together 20, 30 years. And it's, it's always shit like that. It's the, now we are in this formulaic thing where it's a mixture of people who are traditional Romantics, much like yourself, versus people who are trying to do the fucking equation and then it equals love. And I'm like, that to me, again, is you guys loving the idea, right? Like, I love the idea of shit. It sounds dope. Like, I love the idea of being rich, right? Like, that shit is crazy. I can't wait. I want to Scrooge McDuck style jump into some money, right? But ideally, taxes, niggas asking for money, (laughs) all types of penalties and shit like that. And I'm like, Oh, no, I don't actually really want to deal with that shit. It's the same shit for love. Like, oh, man, I want to wake up to breakfast in bed and the sun shining and all this other shit and cuddles. And realistically, like, one of y'all got sleep apnea and the other one farted in their sleep. And it's, it's all kinds of wild shit that you might not necessarily want to deal with. Uh, and other shit. Right. It's, it's, it's tons of other things. But, like, I absolutely understand where people, like, well, how people will feel about these statements and how people feel about love and um in this day and age in general like I kind of love the like I love the idea of love as well I think a lot of people think that just because they find somebody who wants what they want and who have the same intentions that it's automatically going to be enough and i think that gets people in trouble um because i feel like it's it's okay i want this type of relationship this is what i want and it has to be realistic of course it's like okay i want somebody that i can grow with somebody that um is going to be responsible with my emotions with my my mental health with my body somebody you know what i mean you can't have these outrages Mm -hmm. Like, you know, salary amounts and they got to work here and mm-hmm. dick size qualifications. You have to have reasonable expectations that are going to benefit you in a certain way. Well, mm-hmm. not in a You get what I mean. You got to have realistic expectations, like re- yeah, realistic sure. qualifications for what your relationship is going to be, um, how you're going to be communicated with, how you're going to be treated. You know, respect, all that stuff. It starts there. Um, And of course, you know, 
Do you want to be monogamous? Do you want to be open? Whatever. You have Mm -hmm. those. You find somebody who is, okay, we line up here. We line up here. We line up on things that matter. Great. That doesn't automatically make them the one, though. And I think sometimes Mm -hmm. people will say, well, we line up in all the right places. They must be the one. And it's like, nah, because you still have to mesh energetically. Your vibrations got to match. You got to be able to sit with this person through their shit. They got to be able to sit with you through your shit. Because it ain't always going to be, you know, roses and sunshine and shit. It's going to be some some yeah. some downsides. But that's mm-hmm. when getting to know each other comes into place. That's when it's like, okay, this is where my head is at. This is, These are the intentions I'm walking into this dynamic with. We know where each other are at. And we're getting to know each other. And then if it ends up falling romantically, mm-hmm. great. And if it don't, it don't. But I feel like sometimes people will try to pressure it to go a romantic route. When it's like, maybe we should have just been friends. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. I think that's a. But I think that's a thing, too, that I think we should have a probably a conversation about, too, is like. What is friends? Right. And so, like I said before, we started recording, like friendship is consensual. Like I have to agree to that. We both have to agree that we will be friends. Right. Right. Um, And even friendships are hard. Like friendships are um, friendships are works in progress. There are um, while they are not as heavy, um, while they're not as heavy as romantic relationships, I still think they're super meaningful. I still think there are um, tons to gain from them and tons to. Um, take away from them and I think um, and I'm just going to speak for me I think a lot of times I'll use uh, our previous dealings um, as a precursor right so I think early on in the first couple episodes when we first started this thing I think it took me a minute to openly say like uh, I don't think we were friends and the reason why I say I don't think that you and I were friends is because I wasn't doing anything to nurture that friendship right I think we had just been cool via the internet likes and retweets and like, you know, um, you know, talking to each other on the timeline. Uh, I think we had each other's number for a really long time, but it was just kind of like, we didn't ever really use it uh, unless we wanted to record something. Right. But we weren't doing anything. And I know I wasn't. So I'm speaking, like I said, I'm speaking for me. I wasn't doing anything to nurture that relationship. Right. So I had always kind of moved in a way that we're just cool. Like it doesn't matter. I don't need to inform him about what I'm doing or um, share anything. Right. With him because right. we're just cool and I, we're not friends, so thus I don't have to share things because we're not. We're just cool. I don't. He doesn't give a shit. So the way I move too is if we are cool, I appreciate you. But right, if I never speak to you again, that's cool too. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, cool. When I say that we're cool, like I appreciate the likes and the retweets and all that other shit. But if we have not openly said together, hey man, I want to be your friend. Hey man, I want to be your friend. Then I always assume that we're cool, which means you can unfollow me, block me, this, all the other shit. We never speak to each other. I have no beef with you. We will forever be cool, but I know that we're just cool. Um, and I think once things kind of took a turn and we had to really like reevaluate the way we're going to maneuver with each other, I think we had to have that conversation. And I did openly say like, Hey man, I want to be friends. Right. Um, right. and so then that, that really was like the ball in your court because you could absolutely be like, I think we're better at being cool. I want to do another podcast, but let's just remain being cool. 
Um, so that was a, a bit of vulnerability for me to get to that space to openly say that. And I think I had to do that with a bunch of people to be like, hey, man, I, we're not friends. I don't want you to keep saying that uh, and stop using friends as an umbrella term. So, like, yeah, we're not, we're not. And like I constantly have to tell myself, like, friendship is consensual. People have to agree to be in it. Right. They have to agree to continue to go on these journeys with you. Um, and so that is. I think that's kind of the way I view friendships now. Like I take them a little bit more seriously than I did before. And I'd always taken friendships very, very seriously uh, most of my life because um, I know push comes to shove. I always kind of need those people for one reason or another. Right. And I mean, I think that that boils down to, again, more like nobody wants to talk about shit and people want to shy away from conversations and, always just let things go with the flow. And when it comes to friendships, that definitely was me. I was, uh, you know, just go with the flow. We friends. Um, I consider us to be friends. I consider us to be brothers. We cool, you know, and whatever nature that relationship takes is what it's going to take. But it is important to, like when you want to establish serious relationships, whether they be romantic or platonic, it's important to understand each other's perception on those terms because yeah, there's the Webster, like the, the technical definition of it, but how do you value it? You know what I mean? How do you see it? What does that mean to you? What are your expectations? That's another thing that nobody wants to talk about. I'll talk about that up front. Okay. You say you want a relationship. What are your expectations for that? Not from me, from this relationship that you say you want, what do you expect to get from it? What type of support do you expect? What type of support do you want? What type of support do you need? Let's talk about these things because that's really going to start forming the foundation of what this relationship is going to be, whether it's going to be a friendship and we agree to that, whether it's going to be something romantic and we agree to that. I feel like it, people should just get more comfortable saying, yeah, this is the type of relationship that I want. This is what I would expect from this is what I need from it because I'm not going into it just for shits and giggles. Like I'm not going to, you know, carve out time and attention for nothing. At least that's where I'm at now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Like what, what does friend mean to you? What does dating mean to you? What does a relationship mean to you? And be honest about it. Like, if you're just meeting somebody, you don't have shit to lose from being honest with the motherfucker. So why not do it? They're a stranger. What's wrong with, with setting your expectations? You know, as long as they're reasonable and not super duper, like, shallow and shit. But what's wrong with being honest about that stuff and talking about it up front? Because you have the least to lose with somebody that you haven't built or invested much time into. So before well, I really I, start investing time in you, I want to talk about things to help me determine whether or not you're worth me investing time in. And I want you to do the same with me to determine if I'm worth you investing time in. But people no, will rather wait fair. until further down the line. And then it's like, well, damn, we just wasted time with each other. You know, <laughs> it's like, well, fuck. But uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess that all depends on, right? Like if you're trying to, like everything else has to pre, like that's the thing, like loving the idea, right? Like you 
have already decided like you're ready to be off the market like you're ready to be somebody's forever but if that person hasn't agreed to that however you find them whether that be tender or match or e-harmony or whatever the fuck they look good on paper right like everything the reason why you're going on this date the reason why y'all are meeting up is because they look good on paper right but that's the thing like you're looking for your peace you're looking you're not you're not looking for a person you're looking for a peace you're trying to get to forever i'm looking for a person who has similar values and who wants similar things and that i can build with one thing that i did stop doing is stop looking for a piece and i started approaching dating as a whole okay looking for a partner not completion companionship not completion you know what i mean okay so that's fair i do have an idea of the relationship i want but the person is also very important because the person like how how do we communicate with each other can you make me laugh are you cool are you somebody whose personality i can vibe with i can't say i want a specific personality because i never know what i'm going to click with but what i can say is i want somebody that's going to like i said be responsible with me and that's going to trust me enough to be responsible with them now whether they're a goofball whether they're super uptight and serious whether they are a tad bit messy whether they have ocd i don't know Mm -hmm. i can't i can't determine those things you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i have to see how we click on the personality level but so it's it's two components it's what the person wants and who the person is both of those have to click and i no longer am willing to settle for just one of those clicking i feel like for the longest time i've settled for just one in hopes that the other might come and it never did because mm. it never was going to. Okay. If that makes sense. No, it does. I think, but that's, that's most people, right? Like we're just, you've got one piece, you've got 50% of what you're looking for and you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And like you said, then sometimes it doesn't come. Um, but it's not and, a matter of looking for completion or the other piece. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be open to hearing what other people have to say about this. I feel like, like example, what, like, like women, men, wherever you fall in the spectrum, like people being like, I get it. I niggas, we be out here playing. That's true. I don't really buy into the wasting time, uh, thing. Uh, you wasn't doing anything. You needed some entertainment. <laughs> um, so I don't know. But like I said, I'd be interested to hear from people. Uh, Example. Yeah, for sure. Excuse me. I wanted to do this show where it's like the gay black guy and the heterosexual black guy talking Mm -hmm. about these kinds of things. But I like the way that we vibe and we connect it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just like I, I couldn't do the show without it wouldn't be what I, I see it as and how I see it without doing it with you. You feel me? Yeah, I think, but I think the way we did it, right. And we had this conversation, we had this conversation off mic. So I get to now be cocky on the mic. Uh, <laughs> so in, in that journey, right. Like uh, at that time you were, you had a person in mind, but 
there was a piece of like, oh, I could just find a piece. And I think when we weren't doing the show, there was a part where you're like, I can still do this. Like, I can still pull this off. Right. And I was like, uh-uh, nope, nope. <laughs> you, need, <laughs> you need a person. I'm your person. You looking for a piece, that ain't going to work. Nah, that ain't going to fly. Um, that dog ain't going to hunt. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, but that was back to the thing, right? Like, But I also had to do some soul searching, too. Like, hey, man, right. you weren't a good homie. And, and that's on you. And we had to you. determine what the, the nature and dynamic of our friendship and brotherhood was going to be and actively work on figuring how we're going to build that. But mm-hmm. all that to say, it was the 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 show and the person it was the the personality and mm-hmm. the 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 show. like it it had to be both of those so yeah, transposing that into the relationship thing it has to be yeah we want the same thing and we vibe well enough to actually build that thing yeah in the way that we both see it so yeah that's dope well put that on the relationship <laughs> <laughs> what uh what do you um do we yeah so yeah what would you love to weed and seed from this conversation um but well, i'm continuing to weed out uh placing expectations on people and projecting onto them um certain ways of expression and being able to express emotions in a certain way um and I'm going to continue to plant more seeds of being open to personalities and things. Um, although I must say that at the moment, I'm Gucci. Okay. <laughs> I am Gucci and I just hope to get Gucci here. But how about you? I'm going to weed out. Uh, women who only like big men online. Want <laughs> <laughs> so, you? I know y'all. I see y'all every day on the timeline. Y'all only like big bearded men on the timeline, and I want you to know. <laughs> I see you. The jig is up. Uh, just knock it off. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna see though. Or no, I'm gonna weed out. Um, I'm gonna weed out the fact that like. Being vulnerable is whack, right? Like being vulnerable is pretty cool. Um, I think it once is. you can find somebody, like you can really find somebody, like you can do that with, right? Like, um, while I'm still trying to build um a bigger n- network of friends, like actual friends, like people I can call, people that um, we have open communication and do that stuff with. Um, I'm also learning like the importance of being <clears throat> like open with them. Uh, things I want to seed. Uh, seeds of understanding, right? Like we are still kind of on opposite ends of like the way we view relationships. Um, but, but I want to get I want to get a closer is, understanding. Oh, okay, you're not going to pursue somebody who views relationships like I do, and I'm not going to pursue somebody that views the relationships like you do. So we oh, both yeah, win. No. no, that's fair. Yeah, I love being in a room full of people <laughs> who don't believe in love and shit like that. I'm like, oh, this feels like a warm glove. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like, but yeah, no, I um. Like I I want more seeds of understanding because like I want to be able to have the same vision like y'all do like the way y'all look at um like the way I look at life is the way I feel like y'all look at love like every day is a new opportunity for me to like 
do some dope shit, be around dope people, like get to know people, right? But then when it comes to like when I'm thinking of like um, love and the constructs and all the other stuff based on like societal norms and all the other stuff, I'm kind of like, but that wasn't, that doesn't work. And why are people still like believing in that? Like those are the things, like it's not really the concept of like, uh, finding my person and being forever is just more like the social parts of it and the religious aspects where I'm like that don't work and that, that religious yeah like there's some there's some shit where I'm just like I don't understand why y'all are doing that but who said uh, anything about religious well not yet not on here but that's just the way I look at the world um so those are the things but yeah seeds of understanding that is really what I'm trying to do so that's that's where I'm at. But you are you're entitled to your own perceptions and your own values when it mm-hmm. comes to love and relationships. Um and nine times out of ten, there is somebody out there who you'd be compatible with that has those same views. It's just a matter of where the fuck are they. Like my therapist told me, if I wanna find somebody that wants what I want, because I told him, I was like, I just wanna find somebody who wants what I want. And he told me, based on how you have explained your community to me, you can find that person. You're just going to have to dig through a lot of shit to find them. Mm. And I was like, damn. damn. Something so simple that I could have thought of myself, yet I had to have my therapist explain it to me. This is what I pay a $20 copay for. Um, yeah, shout out to y'all. <laughs> But it's, it it takes work and it takes digging and it takes getting hopes up and being let down. You know, it takes being vulnerable and being open sometimes for nothing. But where I'm at now, all of that is worth it if I can find that person that is going to build with me and 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 let me build them up and build me up. And, you know, we we finish out this round of life together. Or as much of it as possible. Okay. You know? And hey, who knows? If my Gucci now don't go too Gucci, I might just say, fuck it. I don't want to do this no more. Uh, that means like relationships. Yes. Yeah. 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 I didn't, yeah, I don't want that to be frustrated. It's like, and I don't want to live anymore. Like, no, no, no. That's not oh, what no, he meant. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's not what he meant. Don't call 911 or the hotline. For the podcast, he is fine. <laughs> no, the the Wellbutrin has kept me away from that. We left medication. Um. So yeah, it's all it's all a process, and it's all about what you're willing to to put into it. And I understand when people don't want to put the work into it because it's work. It's a lot of self work. It's a lot of ego checking. It's a lot of of destroying what you think is supposed to it's a it's it's a lot it's true it's a lot but it's possible if you really want to do it but there are also other things that you can be doing to put that energy towards Mm -hmm. that involve like you know making money and getting out of debt so i can't knock you (laughs) or anybody okay and that's that. On that. So, so close the show now. <laughs> <laughs> let, us, let us leave Remember, these people to argue amongst themselves and being like, that nigga crazy. Oh, uh, they, so that's not. Uh, anyway, seasons change, mad things rearrange. But if it ain't growing, 
It's dead. We out. Peace.